Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Laura. Hey, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Are you ready for the uh, upcoming Valentine's Day holiday? I think so. Um, you know, the pandemic has been terrible on lots of levels, almost every possible level. But it does take a little bit of that pressure off and deciding, you know, where are we going to go eat tonight? Well, how about the, uh, you know, the dining room or the living room? There you go. Let's let's switch it up and uh, eat in the office today or something. Exactly. Just a little change of pace. The good thing is what we're going to talk about today could possibly help you save some of your buyer clients a little bit of money that they could then put towards that, you know, Valentine's Day takeout feast. Yep. So what are we talking about today, John? How are we going to do that for our our members? First, uh, we're going to start a trend today. I guess, you know, two weeks constitutes a trend. Um, This topic was suggested by a loyal listener of this podcast and a settlement attorney, John McLaurin. So thank you to John for... uh, for his inspiration and help with this episode. And as always, we do it all for you, our fans. John, you just want to be a trendsetter, don't you? I Desperately. Okay. I'm, I'm right there with you though. So uh, the issue of closing costs is one that is often discussed by both listing and selling agents, usually depending on the market conditions. In a hot market, buyers are more likely to absorb a lot of the closing costs. Whereas when you're in a buyer's market, those closing costs might be a good enticement to make a buyer put in an offer. But closing costs are normally negotiated at the outset of the transaction, when the actual amount of costs associated with closing are really just an educated guess. Exactly. So while most agents are pretty good at estimating closing costs based on experience, a lot of things can pop up that could change that estimate. In addition, credits are sometimes negotiated during the home inspection, and that can also factor into the total amount of money a buyer ends up getting at the end of the day. So let's just use this for an example. Let's say a seller agrees to contribute $10,000 in closing costs in the original contract. After the buyer conducts a home inspection, the seller then agrees to kick in an additional $5,000 in credits for items that need to be repaired. When settlement day comes, closing costs end up at $12,000. So while the buyer may be expecting a $3,000 windfall, the lender will often reduce the total credit to match the amount of closing costs. In this situation, the buyer isn't getting the full amount that the seller agreed to provide. Lenders will usually not allow the buyer to walk away with more funds than they put into the transaction. So while your buyer might be thinking that he or she's going to walk away with an additional check for 3000 bucks to make those repairs. Or buy that dinner. Or buy that dinner, that's right. Uh, that's almost always not going to be the case due to lender requirements. If you're a buyer's agent, you might have a pretty upset client on your hands. So what can you do to make the reality of the transaction match your client's expectations? Well, first, you should make sure that you give an accurate estimate of closing costs during the original transaction. You can't plan for every contingency, but you should be able to get pretty close and the buyer's loan officer should be able to help provide an estimate. What if, though, you guess accurately, but the additional credits come in from, say, the home inspection? Well, if that happens, you'll want to try and figure out ways to stretch those closing costs. The home warranty is always a good place to start. 
Uh, you may be able to get a higher value home warranty than you originally anticipated. Uh, I remember when I bought my first house, this was the situation I was in, and I ended up getting something called the platinum warranty. Ooh, sounds fancy. It sounds great. I don't know what it means, but it sounded great. Um, or you may be able to extend the warranty for an additional period of time. So if it's only going to be for a year, maybe you get one an extra year or maybe an extra two years out of the deal. If the home is in an HOA, payment of HOA dues for a year could be a way to stretch those dollars to their fullest extent. Paying for a survey is another item that could help eat up some of those dollars. You could also try and get the payment for the home inspection as part of closing costs. However, that might require the approval of the lender. They'll probably require a paid receipt from the home inspector, as well as a copy of the payment used by the buyer to pay for the home inspection. Another option would be during the home inspection negotiation. Instead of the seller giving $5,000 credit to the buyer, have the seller pay $5,000 directly to a company of the buyer's choosing to make the repair. The $5,000 can be collected by the closing company from the seller's proceeds on the settlement statement and sent directly to the company to repair the issue after closing. Again, the lender may need to approve this charge, so make sure you're communicating with the buyer's loan officer to determine what the best option would be. Also, communicating these issues to the buyer up front will go a long way to help them understand exactly what they can receive in compliance with what a lender will allow. So let's talk about some ways that uh, you can limit your risk. First, make sure that you give your buyer a good estimate of what closing costs may be, especially if the seller is providing credits. The buyer's loan officer is a good resource for this. If it looks like the credits might exceed costs, get creative. Look at home warranties, inspections, or sending home inspections directly to your contractor instead of to your client. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Well, the members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney license to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2021. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazdar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.